Hello, I'm Tristan Irvin. And I'm Joe Chamis. And this is Screens and Streams. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Screens and Streams, the podcast about the things you watch on your screen and the things that you stream. So who are we, Joe? We are two avid TV watchers. Yes, we are. And we met in the industry. The industry of television. That is correct. (laughs) In case you weren't aware that that's what we in the industry refer to it as. Yeah, we, we call it the industry. Like we're, the every only, other industry. We're, we're the only <laughs> ones who do it yep um uh and uh we started having some pretty interesting conversations about tv and thought we should do a podcast yes so here we are doing a podcast this is a podcast and we're on episode 19 oh man wow we can drink now yeah I was going to say, what's the joke this time? Now we, can, in, we can drink in Canada now. That is right. Um, yeah, man, good for us. We can drink in Canada. We can probably purchase pot legally soon at some point. Hey. Um, yeah, yeah. We're we're getting on in Things years. Are good. It doesn't feel like it because the monthly schedule turned into like a every so often two or three month schedule. Whenever we can squeeze the, yeah. the time in. But uh, hey, we're still doing it. And um, today is a special episode. Yes, a special edition. We're going to talk about one show and one show only, rather than the standard two shows that we talk about uh, Mm -hmm. per episode, because that is a very large show by the name of Game of Thrones. This is the Screens and Streams Thrones cast. Anyway, so yeah. Yeah, so Striking While the Iron Throne is... Lukewarm. Um, Slightly melted. We meant to do this a little while ago, but uh, hey, people will be talking about this show anyway. They will be talking about this show for years to come, for better or for worse. Very true. Um, So yeah, Uh, if you are curious what uh, our thoughts on the way that it all came to a head are, you will now hear them. Courtesy of two people who actually this is I think this is the most interesting part of this. Yes. So Game of Thrones season one comes out. Correct. How, how ten years ago at this point? Um, that long ago? Some, well, yeah, because you know, like it was eight yeah. eight seasons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did like pretty long breaks at least a couple times, um, as HBO was one to do. Mm-hmm. So season one comes out. You jumped on board right away, or did you kind of? come in like midway through the, the series so i uh was working at a place where uh uh it's before we had met obviously and uh i was working in a place where i often had a lot of free time on my hands and so um or i was just chilling waiting for uh other parties to finish their tasks before i could start mine and um one of the things I would do was read books. And I had just recently got a Kobo at that time. Uh So I was kind of really into getting the digital books. Mm -hmm. And I think the first season had just come out. And I thought to myself, 
oh, there's this TV show, and maybe they were, maybe they're going to start airing the second season. It had been renewed or something. And I'm like, oh man, there's a lot of buzz around this TV show that's based off of these books that Mm -hmm. you know kind of seems up my alley. It's got this fantasy component, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went back and I read all the books. Wow. And actually, this is just, I think they did the first season kind of pretty close to when the fifth book came out as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, there was a lot of buzz around it. So anyways, I went back, I read all the books. Um, and then maybe a couple of months later, I'm like, okay, well, I've read all the books or the books that are out mm-hmm. anyways. Still the same number of books out, by the way. <laughs> there sure <laughs> there, are. There has not been Still one. Still waiting on old Grimm to uh, finish up those, it, those books. They did the entire series of televisions before he wrote one book. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, thanks. We'll leave that alone. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, so I then decided, okay, so, you know, the books were really good. I really enjoyed the books. Okay, let's, let's get into TV series. So I watched the first season and then I think on catch up. And then I think I watched the second season on catch up and then started live from the third season. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of when I, I really when you, you jumped on yeah, jumped third on. season third and, season, and yeah. you kind of, so you, it, this is sort of, uh, even more interesting then, cause this is what I was sort of getting to like the, the core of the matter here. Yeah. You binged through the books yes, and then started the series. That's right. Um, and you started it season three early on, relatively early on in the, yeah, run. I think, I think I play, like, I think I watched everything and lead up to the premiere of right, season three. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, on one end of the spectrum, we have Tristan, who um, binged through the books, watched the first two seasons on Catch Up, and then started season three relatively early in the show's run. And uh, on the other end of the spectrum, if you've been paying attention to this podcast, you know that I watched the entirety of the series in the span of three weeks. <laughs> Pretty much when three weeks, holy crap! Three or four weeks, three and a half, maybe give yeah, or take. Basically, month, yeah. um, leading up to, I should say, leading up to season eight. Um, season eight, right? It's it was yeah, eight that seasons. Was the last yeah. Season, yeah. So, um, did you watch all of the last season as it was released? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually, because I, that, I yeah. might have, I might have like just still been episodes. doing catch up for like the first or second episode, but more or less, I binged through seasons one through seven. <laughs> In the span of about three weeks. Yeah. And that, um, that's interesting because I wonder like what your feeling was just in terms of being able to kind of binge it and just watch an episode, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you could or mm-hmm. whenever you wanted versus having to wait, all, you know, for those last couple episodes. Week exactly. To week, exactly. If, if that was kind of a different experience for you. Yeah. Which is why I think this will be an interesting kind of. We have an interesting dynamic. We yes. have someone who has yes. the literary background of the show, you know, everything that mm-hmm. it's based on, and who started the show early on. And then you have me who was like, oh, it's ending? Let me watch all of it, much like I did when Avengers Infinity War came out. And I was just like, oh, this is the second to last movie? Let me go back and watch every Marvel movie ever. Um so I've I mean a, that was that was very loose, yeah. like second last. It's yeah. it, there's obviously well, the second last the, in the, the in phase. this particular phase. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Marvel's um, never gonna end ever. No, no, obviously not. Um, but so yeah, um, I, I would say there was probably a, a different dynamic with me watching it versus the people because you know I I'd obviously you, you can't 
you know, you can't spit without hitting someone who watched this show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so everyone, you know, people in my family, my brother and and my cousins and friends at work and, you know, friends um, at home, you know, in my neighborhood, all around, every, like everyone else was watching this yes. show except for me <laughs> by, the, by the looks of it. So I heard the anguish of people, you know, we're talking like midway through the series' run where they're like, oh, my God, that episode. Did you see that episode? Oh, my God, I can't believe it. I want to know what's going to happen. Oh, I wish the new episode was tomorrow. I just I wish I wish I could watch it right away. And meanwhile, there's me who was like, I'll get to it. And then, you know, season eight's about to premiere, and I just, you know, stream, all down. streamline my way <laughs> through the whole thing. So, um and, and and here here's the thing too. Yeah. I think kind of interesting, like from from your experiences, I uh, I, th- I believe there was one uh, text message exchange about uh, a certain episode, <laughs> <laughs> and and one of my questions to you was like, did you you know did you really have these spoilers beforehand? Like, were you aware of everything that kind of went down? The only thing I knew. Yeah. Um, if you if you haven't figured out what Tristan and I are referring to, and by the way, this is going to be a very spoiler <laughs> very heavy spoiler. podcast. Yeah. Um, if you haven't gotten that from the last eighteen episodes of this, uh, this podcast. Yeah, but yeah. we've watched the episodes. We're gonna talk about something. So okay. Tristan is referring, of course, to the red wedding. The only thing that I had heard, um, like the only the only thing that I'd heard was the red wedding. Right the words the red wedding and i drew my assumptions based on that mm-hmm. um i figured there's gonna be a wedding a lot of people are gonna die yeah um but when i got to that episode this is the interesting thing um it, the episode based on the events that happened was from that point on referred to as the red wedding not the actual episode title. Right. Episode title is The Reigns of Castamere. Yes. But I was expecting an episode called of The Red, Red Wedding. Wedding. <laughs> so I get to The Reigns of Castamere, and I am not thinking that this is the wedding where the shit is going to go down, <laughs> but the shit, in, the shit goes down. Yes. So did I have spoilers? A little bit. I had, you know, I, I had kind of by proxy by osmosis picked up on i have a feeling i know what's going to happen here i did not know what and i did not know when i just knew death is coming (laughs) and i certainly was not expecting it in that episode so for all intents and purposes i didn't you know get to the episode and be like oh i'm preparing myself mentally for death i did not know that this was that i was about to witness the red wedding right um and um but I mean that's not the only like big event. No, no, of course not. Death scene in, in Game of Thrones, and so that that's what I was most curious about. Like, how much did you know about that? Like, even in so the, even in the first season, that's, like the whole Ned Stark. Like, yeah. did you have context for that? Were you aware that this was going to go down? I think I knew that yeah. Ned was going to die. Right. Um, because <clears throat> I had that's the thing. That's the unfortunate part about my kind of run through the series is there were you did have little nuggets i had little nuggets and i knew that by the time the show had sort of started to reach its climax the show was really centered around the stark children it was centered around the second generation of of starks and of, of these people um so i sort of you had an awareness i had an awareness yeah and 
one thing that I didn't mention, um, my brother, uh, like I mentioned, huge fan of the show, tried to get me into the series um, probably when maybe around the time that you would start watching it, maybe right. a little later. Maybe okay. they were on season four or five at this point. And um, I was at his house and he he was like, he's like, let's just let's watch it. Maybe I'll get into it. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm like, I, I never. That's the other thing is like. It wasn't a matter of, no, no, I'm not into it. Like, I've never been a huge fantasy guy, but, like, the zeitgeist around this show was such that, like, holy shit, maybe I need to check this out. Right. And my intention was always to get to it, and I just never got to it. Um, But he was like, let's watch these first couple episodes. And I did, and I watched the first couple episodes, and I was like, yep, I can see this getting real crazy, and I I want in, but I, you know, I'll get to it. You know, same thing, and then I didn't, and, I didn't get to, to it. And to be fair, it is, like, a heavy commitment, right? Like, it's... it's Yeah. It, it's not... And it became heavier the longer the show went on. Right, yeah. That's the thing. Like, if... if and it's not just watching. It's, like, an emotional commitment, too. Because yeah. you, you sit there, and you're watching, and you become invested in yeah. the characters, and you know that, you know, things are not all rosy in Westeros. Yeah. So... You know, you have to really kind of be committed to mm-hmm. kind of seeing the whole thing through to yeah. what's available. So yeah. if you're not there and you don't have that time commitment, then yeah. Of course. And, and, and you know, like if I had decided season one or two through the run where I'm just like, no, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to pick it up yeah. and stream my way through it. It would have been a different story. But, you know, I think, again, it was maybe by four or five and my brother was like, yeah, I watched these first couple episodes. And I watched them. I'm just like, Cool. Very cool. I'd like to watch it. I will watch it, but just not now. Right. Because I thought to myself, oh, four years worth of television, um, you know, and I, I was watching whatever it was that I was watching at the time. And I've mentioned again on this podcast, like, you know, super, like, not necessarily into, like, the high fantasy and um, more of, like, a sitcom guy. But, you know, we've covered dramas and darker stuff on, on this show, which I've mm-hmm. loved. I'm not completely, you know, closed off from it, but it's just, um, yeah, it, it, it's one of the many factors that sort of um, made me not jump in right away. Right. Uh, that being said, you know, yeah, I jumped in. And, and going back to your point about little nuggets of information, I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of like, so, the okay, so Jon Snow, yeah. who dies like 18 times through this <laughs> series. <laughs> Well, okay, he dies once. Yeah, I know, I know. And then there's just a lot of times where it's like, yeah. So, is he gonna die? so the the yeah, that's the thing that his his death at the hands of um the rest of the Night's Watch. Right. Yeah. I think that was the final episode of one of the seasons. Correct. And I again being you know through osmosis and part of the zeitgeist. Yeah. Um, I heard about the speculation around. Whether is, or not he was, is he really, is he dead? There's no really way they killed dead. him off. No, there's no way. Yeah. No, he's alive for sure. No, no, man. He like he got stabbed in the heart. He's <laughs> dead. And you know, again, it, it had been a long time since that event happened. By the time I got to that episode, yeah. But you know, I I kind of was just like, yeah, I know this guy's alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well aware Jon Snow is alive. Um, which, but here's the thing: did yeah. you did you? Were you surprised at the fact that he was dead, dead? Yes. And then basically got resurrected? Yeah, that, because cause when he gets stabbed, that's the thing. I'm like, I know he's alive. And he gets stabbed in the heart multiple times. Yeah. And I'm like, how does this he is, live? This is going to be real interesting to see how. 
fuck? And Melisandre shows up. Yeah, yeah. The the night is dark and full of terrors, and apparently resurrection magic too. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, and I don't remember had had Beric been resurrected at that point because like i know because they talked about like you know like yes you know clagane and Arya yes, end I up think, with like the i the, think the brotherhood there and i think that was them kind of laying the ground maybe for that, it's yeah. like hey just so you know in this universe it is possible for people to be brought back from the dead yes yeah, you know? yeah. so um and an interesting uh note in that in the books there's actually more kind of groundwork laid for that and uh, um, and they've actually entirely skipped over that storyline for the series. Oh, so there's get, like yeah. it, there's pieces. Yeah. And and um, I mean, going into book spoilers here, but um, basically uh, what happens is after. Oh, hold on. I got to pull up my my character line. So I don't <laughs> yeah, this is the one. There's no bones about the character like us, like having our research material especially with this show because anyone who has has watched it and as I'm assuming if you've li- you're listening to this you have you know there's like a thousand characters <laughs> right yeah. and so uh Catelyn Stark actually yeah. comes back oh yes yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah she comes back in the books uh as a character known as Lady Stoneheart cool yeah so that's the thing that the other thing is just like now that the series is over and ended the way that it did, which we'll get to that. Believe, believe me. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking. I'm just like, well, do I go back and I read the, and read the books now? Like, is that, do I or do I read the books and like hope against hope that you know George R. R. Martin <laughs> finishes them? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't until the seventh is. Yeah, like I, I did have a plan to kind of go back and reread them, and and then I decided not to. Like I'm, I was just like, nope. I'm just gonna go with the show, and mm-hmm. the show's gonna be the canon until yeah. I read the books. Yeah. So the other thing that until all seven are out, and then I will read the books. Yeah. So I will I, start from the beginning. And the other thing that I sort of, especially towards now the end, while I was like binging my way through it, the other thing that I became aware of because I joined um, the subreddit. Um, for Game of Thrones, um, particularly there was like, interestingly enough, maybe if we have time, we'll get to this. There was like a little bit of like a war for the Iron Throne between subreddits, um, <laughs> because there was the R Game of Thrones subreddit and then the R Free Folk subreddit, <laughs> and and Free Folk sort of won out because they got like shouted out by Amelia Clark because she they like helped her with some charity that she was trying to raise money mm, for cool. and Game of Thrones was like no no we only post our fan art here we're not posting charities that I don't know the whole story but it was kind of ridiculous and there's a lot of memes and bots in there and the bots are specifically designed to be characters so anytime <laughs> someone says like bobby b there's like someone chimes in as robert baratheon and says <laughs> one of his lines <laughs> anyway that's a whole other thing but i joined the free folk subreddit and did what everyone and their mothers do especially with this show which is share theories what's going to happen next um especially to the, that last season it's like what do you think is going to happen um you know, how are they going to end it? Where are they going to go from here? And people were bringing in theories based on 
the books because right, you know, a yeah. lot of people obviously watched it or fans of the books. They they'd read the books, and so I found out some of the stuff that way from the books. So I had a crazy theory about Bran. Um, and his working ability, and they're just like, wait a minute, it's like it's also could be, you know, because in the books, and John has a working ability. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, like I, don't, Jeez, I don't even remember that. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, wait a second. And so, oh, right, he does. See, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm like, maybe I need to go back and read the book because, like, I do feel there's, like there, there's a lot more detail and of course there is in the book, and a, because the that's the yeah. way that George R. R. Martin writes, apparently. Oh um, man, like, <laughs> like it's so funny. Like, I'll go to the, the the bookstore or whatever, and I'll see the books, and there'll be like these tiny little paperbacks, and they'll be like friggin' like a meter thick, <laughs> and right. the print will be like like size two font, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be like, how could anyone read this? Like that's why that's half the reason I read them digitally was yeah. so I could like adjust the yeah. font and stuff and not have to like read it with like mm-hmm. two inches in front of my face. Yeah, part of me, <laughs> part of me is kind of like maybe I should get some audiobooks. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the, the audiobooks are pretty good. Yeah, the audiobooks yeah. are good for that. Um, but they're long. Oh yeah, man. that's that's the thing. Like, like I'm like that's gonna be hours, a bigger time commitment than the show. Days long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, I mean, I've. I've listened to my share of audiobooks, so it's a it's a format that I can I can get behind, especially with something with that's you know part of the reason it's like if it's that long, it's like maybe I maybe I don't want to like strain my eyes, <laughs> but I don't know. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, so so what other kind of um, things did you have like a a sense? Oh, of? nuggets of information about yeah, just um. It was a lot of, I think, so the good part of it is I didn't know who was dying so much as I knew who was still alive, which it kind of sucks to know sometimes, but it's just, it's not as bad as being like, oh, I know these people are going to die. I'm just waiting on how. Right. Yeah. You know, so. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of that, you you, you were had an awareness of the promotional materials. and That's and exactly like it. That, yeah. They, you know, there's like this big poster on you know for like the last season where it's basically all the Starks. so you see like bran sansa aria john you know all of them just there it's like well i know well, none of these people are quite gonna all of them yeah well not quite all of them well, all of the kids starks no, i guess i know starks. i know um <laughs> there's one missing i think at that point i had um i had seen the red wedding um i i was you know already Two. well well through there so yeah um Rob, uh, obviously present, uh, not present in, in the lineup. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, well, the overall, so, so the, the youngest Stark, he died. I'm trying to remember. His oh name. yes, 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 yes. Rickon. Rickon. Yes. Yeah. Poor, poor, poor Rickon. Yeah. Dad in a shitty way too. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, but it Ramsey so Bolton. Shit. But I mean, that, I, that was definitely one of my favorite episodes, though. I love that episode. Yeah. Battle of the Bastards. Battle of the Fuck. Bastards was fantastic. So good. And Ramsey Bolton, just uh, like the most unnerving and, and just Oh, yeah. Gross, Creepiest. Creepy. Bastard ever. Which is awesome. Literally. Like, like, kudos, to, kudos to that actor because he, he killed it. It was like, it was great. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so if we're going to if we're going to take a quick step back and sort of talk general. Oh yeah. Um, and we should do that. 
series on whole series on series whole. on the whole i'm going to say and i like that's the thing <laughs> this is going to be interesting because you and i haven't discussed we've discussed the, like we discussed it in like you said various texts here and yes, there while yes. i was watching it and sort of you know um yeah just a little bit here and there but we haven't really talked about the ending or our thoughts on, on no. the ending no so i'm gonna just start out by saying as a whole um and i'm gonna assume you would agree with me on this Probably about 75 to 85% of this series was pretty awesome and well done. Would yeah. that would you make say that's I, a fair assumption? I mean, I, I think all of it was extremely well done and okay. put together. Um, and, and we'll get into that later. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, on the series on the whole was amazing. Like, on the whole, it's a great... Like, like it's no easy feat to do a, eight years of television. And, and, and that level of... At that level. Of sophistication and, and all the sets. And, and kick up the amount of goddamn dust that yeah. you did. Because that show just became everything to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so um, yeah, on the whole, incredible series. Um and uh, if we just talk about maybe some of our favorite moments, yeah, 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 I think that would be good. And then we'll sort of work our way, way up to the, the, the somewhat divisive uh, <laughs> conclusion. Of, right. But um, so in terms of character arcs, um, this is another thing. Like I feel, I feel a little bit more informed just by kind of jumping on a few of those subreddits and trading theories with people right. more learned than I am, especially having the the books as a background and maybe right, right. and maybe watching it from the beginning and sort of following these characters' journeys, the way they were quote unquote meant to be followed, like to mm-hmm. watch it week to week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, Theon. Um, Theon Greyjoy's arc uh, yes. was pretty damn co- cool. Um, it seemed like when he sort of like turned, and it, like his first turn, right? To sort of you know like he he I, had I, a few turns. He had a few turns. <laughs> yeah, like against the Starks, I was like, where did this come from? Like no, like he, like you know, because he returns to his father, and I'm just like. It's like it's pretty evident that his real dad is the real dick. So why is he, why, why is he like, doing yeah, this? Why is he doing this? Um, but he's one of those characters who, and this is something that the show does so well. And I was thinking about this. Um, a good good percentage of the cast on this show, um, the characters I should yes. say on this show, yeah. are have done just despicable things really shitty yeah. things there there's there's very few people left at the end who hadn't done there's yeah like there's not a lot not of morality like that at all and the beauty and, of the show at its best and those who are moral even even uh like ned stark yeah uh john snow yeah rob stark you know they don't do very well with no. the reality like no. the fact that they're like such hard liners and kind of almost inflexible it makes it uh very hard for them to, to survive to survive yeah. and to you know make decisions that you know would benefit yeah and, and themselves right yeah. like they just they can't do it and then mm-hmm. it's almost detrimental you win or you die yes that's it but one of the great things at its best that the show was able to do, I feel like, is take these people who are, you know, who've done despicable things, who are, you know, for all intents and purposes, shitty people, and 
make you empathize with them. Absolutely. And Theon was definitely his turns back and forth. Um, You know, you, you sort of follow him. You're like, this guy's, you know, the adopted son of Ned Stark sort of ish. And he's, you know, he's a good dude. Forced word. Forced word. Yeah, sure. Good dude. And then no, wait, not so good dude. He's turning on his nose, but is he actually going to, the one, Oh, okay. And, and you're, you're sort of following the arc like, okay, well, now I feel bad for him because he's being tortured mercilessly. <laughs> and, and the funny thing about that storyline, um, and I don't remember in the TV series, but uh, definitely in the, well, for sure in the books, what ends up happening is like, basically he disappears for uh, an entire novel. Like you just don't hear about him. He's completely gone. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're reading because the, the books are told from the perspective first person perspective of the characters okay and they rotate through mm-hmm. so then all of a sudden you're reading this character called reek and you're like who the f- is this person yeah and so you're like and it slowly starts clicking into place you're like holy shit this is the oh, what the hell man. happened yeah and so i don't know if that's the, the um i don't remember if that's the same experience at the tv show yeah if, if they kind of do that reveal or is it a little bit more of a I think you you don't hear from him for a little bit, but for the most episodes. part, yeah. But for but the most part, you, you're yeah. I mean, you recognize him, so you, you can, really yeah, you recognize him. You can only do so much, like you know, with Makeup. that transition from the the book to the the series. Um, but yeah, it's one of those shows that it you know, which is and this is always like a, a awesome thing for me when they've got the ability to take a character and make you feel a certain way about that character. Um, and have that way that you feel fluctuate and change and evolve with the character mm-hmm. where you're like, I hate this person. Never mind, this person's pretty cool. I hate this person. Why would you do this? Oh my God, I am empathizing. Why am I empathizing? What about all the terrible shit you did? <laughs> Never mind, you're the coolest. You will die a hero. It's like, <laughs> and no character. Um, no character ha- have they proved this more with than Jamie Lannister. Yep. My feelings on Jamie Lannister changed every 12 seconds, I feel like. I mean, he starts from, like, the deepest, darkest evil. Yeah. Like, this guy is completely unredeemable, yeah. and I want him to die a, a gruesome death exactly. a la Joffrey, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's right next to Joffrey in terms yeah, yeah, of, yeah, like, yeah. just go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> And, and like, just, ah, I want you to go away so bad. Yeah. And as the series progresses, you're like, do you have, what is this? I feel, is this honor? Do you have honor? When did that happen? Yes. <laughs> Where is this coming from? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, and then on the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> It's funny that you bring it up. Yeah. There's characters like Joffrey where you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, this someone killed this kid. Well, and, and to be fair, he, he, you know, he's a victim of his own, you know. For sure. Yeah. Birth. And, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. But and again, that's the other thing that it's like it's a testament to some, some of these actors, which is the other thing that makes this show great is like the child actors. And, and we've talked about child actors before and how, right. you know, Stranger Things, whenever we brought that show up, we were sort of like, child actors can be hit and miss. Yes. Where, yes. You know, you get, you know, sometimes you, you get some kids that really know what they're doing, but more often than not, it's just like, it's a kid being a kid. Yeah. And they're sort of annoying. <laughs> but 
I mean, this show, like, they really sort of nailed it. Like, those early mm-hmm. seasons when those kids were young, you know, they were, they the, were the doing it. The casting they did in this the show casting was, was fantastic. Perfect. They were doing like, it. They nailed yeah. everybody. It was crazy. And then in the later seasons, I'm possibly... like, how does Britain have this many, like, yeah. Game of Thrones <laughs> lookalikes? Yeah. In the later seasons, possibly one of the youngest cast members, um, when you sort of tally everything up, uh, Liana Mormont. Yes. And she was awesome. Excellent. And then she killed a fucking giant, <laughs> and it was epic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that whole episode was, like, yeah. friggin' mind-blowing. That was great. That was really great. That was a good um, episode. Yeah, that's the, yeah, the casting is just, like... And for a show like this, with the wide breadth of characters that are there, you have got to have good casting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, if they had just kind of, like, pulled it out of their butts, then, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that show wouldn't have lasted mm-hmm. very long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> this is the one of those things. that This is why we allotted an hour for this episode, because we initially we were like, let's talk about our favorite moments, and then tangent, 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 tangent. Um, but I, I mean, I don't even think we, we really... Uh, yeah there was some moments but yeah. yeah we ended up talking about the characters more often <laughs> right i mean red wedding was huge obviously red wedding, yeah. um i started the discussion of favorite moments by saying like you know basically all of theon's arc right um yes that's that's how we got there and um and i would put uh i would put uh sandor clegane in that um in that uh clegane bowl the Clegane Bowl. Yes. That's another thing that I learned about is that people were calling it the Clegane Bowl. Um, but I'd put his arc in there, particularly the whole buddy cop sequence with him and Arya. Yes. I loved that. Yeah, and that I was, was like, that was and there's all this talk of spinoffs and prequels and stuff like that. Like, do a spinoff that's just a buddy cop drama with Arya and the Hound. Because that's all I want. Like, I'll I'll watch the shit out of that. That's funny. Um yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun. Um, the two of them kind of traveling together, and um, and the other one, that's the other thing with Clegane, where it's just like this guy's a total dick, mm-hmm. but he's he has he's a heart. A good dick. He he's, is a good. He's a good dude. He's got a heart in there somewhere. He's an asshole, but he's a well-meaning asshole. <laughs> and again, you know, he's creature of the making of his childhood. Right? Of course, like, yeah. Well, his brother like fucking you know pushed his head into a fire. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was all those two and those two characters again uh called out pretty um pretty great on the subreddit that were like hey like these are the two that the arc is i'm like yeah i agree with that i can't say that i don't agree with that another one who i sort of (laughs) you do when you talk about your thoughts and feelings on a character um shifting uh back and forth dramatically varus yes like in the beginning, I was like, I don't trust this guy. I don't like him. He's a creepy and weird, and I don't think that he's going to, oh, holy shit, he wants what's best for the realm. Okay. Yep, <laughs> and he did all the way to the all end. All the way to the end. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Uh, so a few of mine i think that yeah let's hear some of your yeah, yeah, yeah. moments I, or character arcs because apparently we're, we're, we're talking you, about that too we're yeah. using the term broadly yeah <laughs> um so uh i'm gonna kind of spin this talk a little bit of a little bit of my favorite episodes but uh so battle of the bastards amazing that whole battle sequence fucking awesome oh my god like just um so great mm-hmm. um i think that was one of the best battle scenes in all game of thrones 
Yeah. Um, I'd that probably was probably be inclined to agree. I think uh, that that episode was just so great. And then um, I'm gonna say Arya Stark killing the Night King. Oh, that moment was incredibly badass. I I literally like jumped out of my sheet seat and shouted. My wife was like, "Is everything okay in there?" Yeah. <laughs> divisive. Like, yes. Divi- divisive. Believe it or not, based on what I've been reading. Uh, oh yeah, I, I know. There's a lot of people who are who are pissed off at that moment. We'll we'll talk about it because. We'll talk about it a little bit later on, but like the whole not like White Walker's arc, um, and its sort of role in the series, people had some some thoughts about it. But anyway, yeah, continue. I, I mean, I'm really we'll, just talking about the moment. We'll get to I, that. I, I, the I, moment as by itself. I agree with was, you. Was like fucking I'm on, badass. I'm on like, your side of the that the, whole like jump yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, you thought she was dead, and yeah. then it was just like whoosh, switch knife, boom, yeah, stab. I'm on, I'm on your side of the camp that with was, that. It was incredible. It I, was you know, fucking badass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that one. Uh, what else? What else was really good in this series? I think. Clegane Bowl. Clegane Bowl. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That, I, I, I like that scene. I think. I feel like it could have been a bit more epic, to be honest. Yeah. 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 I feel like there was a lot of the, a lot of the, the, the last when And when we talk about the last yeah. season, there was a lot of moments there that could have had a little bit more. Yeah. Like, there was, it, cause there was just so much build up to it. And it just, um, uh, it went by pretty quick. It uh, went by quick. It did. It went by too quick, I think. Uh, and then I think when, um, and, uh, when, uh, Daenerys, uh, uh, the reveal, um, uh, in the the warlocks tower with Daenerys, that she can speak the, the Valerian. Valerian, there we go. When she does the high Valerian, oh yeah, uh, yeah. At that moment was like yeah. just jaw dropping. That was fucking awesome. That was great. That was burns all those fucking warlocks. Yeah, uh, that was pretty good. Um, what else really stood out to me? There were some awesome moments. Yeah, those hey, you're naming. Kind of that's the thing. Like, I, for it's hard for me to pick and choose moments because obviously I'm just grabbing entire character arcs, but like. For the most part, everything you've mentioned so far, I am in agreement. I'm like, yeah. yep, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. There's, um, there was a lot. There oh, was a lot. when Daenerys like totally took down um, uh, the the widows from the, um, oh, from the the of the, the widows of the calls of the, the calls. calls. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, Ooh. The, yeah, that was friggin' yeah. crazy shit. Um, the honestly, the initial. Um, the initial thing with uh, Viserys with her brother, mm-hmm. where Kal uh, Trogo gives him the iron helmet, the crown of gold, the crown of gold. gold that that's what it is. That he wants yeah. so badly. Yep. Yeah, he wants this. Here's your crown of gold, just, just scalding hot <laughs> gold all over your head. And Daenerys. Is, I don't know that. That I think kind of goes to the the next subject, which I was going to talk about the traumatic moment. <laughs> yeah, Daenerys's reaction to it, though, which you know, based uh, on everything that's happened, is supposed to be telling to a certain extent where she was just like and it's like you were no king anyway and i don't know like, like yeah. oh shit okay but oh yeah traumatic moments well first you know red wedding red come wedding come yep 100 percent um unbelievably gruesome um and yeah and shows everything like yes like there's no cutaways from any of that it's yeah. like Yep, you're gonna go see the knife go into a belly of a pregnant woman, and yep. you're gonna see that blood come out of that, oh. <laughs> and you're just gonna have that permanently burned in your memory mm-hmm. for the rest of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me there was another one uh, during um, uh, 
the the first uh, battle at um, uh, Casterly Rock. Cast, not Casterly Rock. King's Landing. King's Landing yeah, 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 with yeah. the ships and the and the dragon fire. Yeah. And and um, and uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name. Tyrion. Was Tyrion. When, when oh Tyrion my God. gets slashed across the face. Or? Well, yeah, that little bit. But uh, there's a moment in that. And one of those episodes where a guy literally gets cut in half. Oh yeah, I know the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, that's burned in my memory permanently. Yeah, okay. Uh, but I think for me, the the top of my list is gonna be when the mountain crushed over us. Oh, like just full on, like eyeballs crushing, I, like so head exploding. That's the thing. Like oh, that oh, like the cutaways. Oh, oh. So you see something like the red wedding, and you're like, these guys have no shame about what they're going to show in terms of you know gruesome deaths and blood and gore mm-hmm. but when it comes to literally crushing a man's skull yep. with your bare hands i'm watching it and i'm just like they're gonna cut away from this there's no way they're gonna oh my <laughs> god <laughs> the blood starts pouring out like oh yeah yeah that one that's not for the squeamish Ugh. Um, and he tries to pull the same thing on, on his brother. On his brother, oh, yeah. Oh. And I was like, "Oh no, not again!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That oh god. Um, yeah. So, anyways, that that definitely topped the list. And and the funny thing was like, when I watched that episode, I think I was watching it on catch up, mm-hmm. and like it had aired the previous night or whatever. And so I'm sitting there in my bed with my ipad watching it Mm -hmm. and i'm about to go to sleep and this is like the last episode i'm watching before i go to bed and then that moment happens and i'm like well i'm not gonna (laughs) close my eyes and just see this moment yeah 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 that was not great you have to put on an episode of something a little lighthearted yeah i think i think i totally like switched to like yeah some sort of comedy or something yeah yeah it didn't help (laughs) it was still there yeah um, and I really thought Oberyn was going to win that fight. I mean, he sort of did. Um, yeah, he, he, well, yeah, he, he definitely. He poisoned the mountain. Yeah. And then, I mean, that didn't exactly stop the mountain. No, he poisoned him and he, you know, like then cut him died. up, cut him up real good. <laughs> but, you know, then, you know, Kyburn comes along and is like, it's okay. I'll create Mountainstein. <laughs> rise and he made yeah like and those oh um oh man um yeah just i don't know man it was it i want i want so bad to be able to look back on this series and be like it was great it was perfect but it wasn't perfect and i feel like Mm. i feel like the ending was divisive yeah. for a reason um but i do feel like i do feel people were i mean people were hard on the series and people were also um just these petitions with the let's rewrite i'm gonna sign a petition to re have the season rewritten and let's bring all the actors back and refill just sit down yeah. Sit down and yeah. shut up. It's never going to happen. And, and you I got think, what you got. And I think what, what people don't really understand is that is the story. That That's is the, the story. story that George R. R. Martin will write. 
I they were I, in my opinion what kind of happened and this became very evident I think um, especially after the first couple episodes in season eight is that they were you know working from a very limited source material that's exactly what people are sort of alluding to is well and and it becomes very apparent that you know they're working from you know george r R. martin's like event plot points yeah they're basically looking there's no yeah and there's no other real detail there Mm -hmm. and so they're trying to fill in the gaps and to kind of go from uh what what source material and the gaps and and this stuff they were working with before they had to take stuff out Mm -hmm. and now they're trying to fill in things yeah and it's very different and you can it becomes very evident and honestly you know if season eight just aired completely by itself with none of the stuff beforehand Mm -hmm. i think that series people would have thought this is fucking excellent Mm -hmm. because season eight was still great Mm -hmm. it's just it suffered because the previous seasons were Mm -hmm you know amazing mm-hmm. and they had all this source material and stuff for them to work with so they could really kind of get mm-hmm. into detail and really understand like okay so we need to get this character here and mm-hmm. so we're going to do this and manip- yeah. tweak this a little bit and twist and so they did a great adaptation of those novels yeah. but when the novels ran out now they're kind of having yeah. to write it themselves and yeah. that's when the weaknesses started and, to and show. that's what it is i feel like half of the outrage is people who are are upset because of the circumstances that you just described. Yeah. Like why, why, you know, it's real shitty that, you know, we, we didn't get, um, a, a more, you know, fleshed out, well thought out season eight because they didn't have the material to work off of. And, um, it would have been, you know, nice to maybe it's like, take a, it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to take a break until George finishes the book. Or are you going to like, do it. There was all sorts of extraneous factors. Part of the outrage, I think, of both sort of parties, the, this half and this half, is the fact that HBO basically wanted to give um, the writers uh, D&D uh, carte blanche and a huge budget to do up to season 10. Right. And they were like, we don't want to do this anymore, which... It's, it sucks, it's but it's understandable because it's like I've worked on this for almost 10 years. I'd like to move on to another project. So I, I get that. So half the people are outraged because of the circumstances you described. And if they're aware of that, they're aware of that. The other half are outraged because they just they didn't like the outcome. And I get that because I, I wasn't a fan of the outcome, but... It is the I, st- if if the books come out, I think people would have been a lot happier with the outcome if that detailed layered yeah. onion had been there because yeah. that was so much lacking, especially mm-hmm. in the last couple of episodes. Yeah. Things like you know the Daenerys turn, yeah. the whole like John killing Daenerys, yeah. and then kind of the stuff that happens afterwards. I think a lot of that had there been. A little bit more background and that's and exactly what it lead is. up to that it would have felt a lot more satisfying we would have felt like okay this makes sense to me and i when i was having a conversation with someone and about that this didn't happen yeah that season eight was what six episodes yeah it was even if short. it was a standard 10 episode season even if you had four more 90 minute you know four more like 70 to 90 minute uh chunks to tell a bit more of that story 
I, I still don't think it would have been like, you know, you're not going to please everyone at the end of the day. Never, mm-hmm. never, never, ever. But I still think it, it would have kind of helped to let's flesh out some of the big moments that are happening here. You know, like why is, why is Bran becoming king? You know, why did Daenerys turn and stuff like that? It, they they needed they didn't have it's exactly like you're yeah. saying yeah. they didn't have the source material to lay the groundwork properly um you have to assume that and and you know like and people have made this argument and it could be true that like maybe they're just better adapters than they are writers right maybe. yeah and you know if that's the case then that's the case and it, and su- I think, it sucks for the people who are watching and and, and want a more fleshed out final season and climax to the series and it it's it just it, it's shitty and yeah. and i i you know i i'm with i'm with the people on that like i i share in your outrage but i'm also like what if this is like what if the books come out and, and the ending will be exactly the same the ending is going to be those the same event, those events are going to be exactly the same because they You'll were just... going off of a you know essentially a, a bare bones timeline rather than an entire novel but this is what George intended, except for there's now the fact that people are just like, what if because of the outrage, he changes it? What if he's like, oh, people don't seem to like this ending. I'm going to adapt. It's George R. Martin. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Have you? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, like, he's, he's had like 10 years of people yelling at him. Yeah. And he's and just like, every I'll tweet, get to it. Every tweet he sends out, there's like 15 replies immediately saying yeah. why are you tweeting write the damn books yeah so i yeah. mean i think he at he's at the level of don't give a fuck yeah <laughs> like and you no can't really blame him it. at this point because no. it's like no everyone all the time is in his ear about write these books write these books he's just like oh fucking get to it <laughs> and i think too like uh you know what it wasn't necessarily that they weren't good writers i think it was a situation where they had to do the switch over and that's what kind of really came across as real bumpy mm-hmm. was kind of going from this, having all this material to yeah. kind of going to have like plot notes, yeah. plot points, like to mm-hmm. kind of do that switch over right. and make that. And plus, I think they suffered certainly mm-hmm. from just not having enough time. Yeah. But on the other hand, as a viewer, you know, I, I get it why they were like, you know, we don't want to do 10 seasons of this because, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to see the ending. I'm like, there's, you got to wrap this up, guys. Like, I understand so much. I understand so much that point and, of view. And honestly, and that might be coming from the fact that I've been watching this week to week since season That's three. True. And, you know, I'm just like, okay, I want to watch something new. I want to yeah. watch something different. Let's get this wrapped up. Let's yeah. get this. For, now, for together. me, that's the thing. Now, this comes back to the first point we made because I binged my way through that's it. Right. I was like, keep it coming man and and here's the thing i think whether, whether i do think that whether you watched week to week or you binged the fact that if they had another novel and they did it to, to work off of and they did yeah. another season i don't I, there's no doubt in my mind that it would have been as great mm-hmm. as those previous absolutely seasons. yeah there's no doubt in my mind and it would have trumped what we we saw with season eight but you know again Unfortunately, we are at the mercy of the decisions of the writers who decided not to do this. And people are going to be pissed off at them for that. And I understand that anger and it you know makes me a little angry. And maybe it's more so again because I whipped through the yes. entire series in a matter of weeks. I'm just like, 
I'm good with more of this if it's done correctly. Like, but um, and you know maybe maybe I would have been good with it too had it. But I could start. I could especially like even in the seventh season. You know, you could start to see those cracks showing now, and that made me just like, okay, let's just get this done now. <laughs> now this is where I sort of disagree. That's the thing. Another thing I was seeing was people were people like, oh, these last two seasons were. I'm like, two seasons? What are you talking yeah, about? This, the, the seventh season was great. It I thought was season excellent. seven was excellent. was excellent. But there were some signs that it wasn't going to... I guess, I, yeah. Like, I could feel, like, and honestly, it was more of a gut than anything specifically. Okay, but yeah, I sure, could sure. feel like there were certain episodes that felt kind of rushed. Yeah. And there could have been some more detail mm-hmm. or some more character development. And there were just certain things that didn't quite feel right. Yeah. And, um... And again, maybe that was just yeah. me picking up more on it a week-to-week thing than binging. Now, the other thing I that I think you and I, you know, are not going to butt heads about at all is because you mentioned one of your favorite moments being when Arya comes up and kills the Night King. Yes. Speaking of which, back to character arcs for a quick hot second. Oh, yes. Arya, yeah. goddamn Stark. What a badass. And I did not see general, that yeah. did not see that coming at all. That's the other thing. Like me going into it relatively cold. Right. I was like, it's one of the Stark kids. Like, she's gonna go the way of Sansa, you know? She's gonna like But you know... didn't you get that kind of tomboyishness? Oh, absolutely. From the absolutely, out? absolutely. Yeah. But I didn't know that it was gonna go as far as she's gonna become a fucking assassin. <laughs> it was awesome. And I really loved and the whole arc with the many faced men and all that stuff. Yeah, that was cool. And and, Jack, and um I think Jack and Drakar was his name. Uh that character was so goddamn cool. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no. So but Arya Killing the, the Night King. People if the list, her list of names. But Arya Killing the Night King. Great moment and one of the first really hugely divisive moments. And the reason for that was people saying this whole thing was about the White Walkers. It was you're leading up to the, it's like the war in the North and all this. I'm like, I get what you're coming from. And people were upset that the, it ended that quickly. Yeah. Like, all this build up and yep. it ended that quickly. Mm-hmm. To me, the war was always between the North yeah. and the Lannisters. Right. The, the Night King and the White Walkers was a huge part of that. A hundred, like, you cannot ignore the fact that there are fucking zombies <laughs> who will kill all of you. Yes. I get that, 100%. But at the end of the day, I'm like, the last battle that needs to be fought is the battle between, you know, yes. yeah, yeah. the Starks and presumably Daenerys or whoever else is, has mm-hmm. joined the party, the, the mm-hmm. role-playing game party by that point, versus <laughs> King's Landing and the right. Lannisters. or. Cersei, because you know Tyrion's on their side, and Jamie's sort of somewhere in between, and yeah. the rest of them are dead or going to be dead. Yes, um, <laughs> but like, yeah, um, and that's kind of, that's set up kind of right from the first episode. Yeah, yeah. and I, I absolutely was just like, I was like, I, I don't want the like the the Night King thing. I mean, like, it was awesome, and people were like, maybe they should have spent two episodes on the the war, and I kind of get that. But like two battle episodes. But if you've got uh, six episodes to work with, which is again, 
unfortunate consequence of them wanting to the writers wanting to wrap this up yeah you know maybe if you had 10 episodes yeah spend like an episode and a half or something on or, or two episodes on this war because you have built it up right. considerably over the course of like these people are coming I mean, that They're, episode was long though that was, was an hour episode. it was an hour and a half it was an hour and a half like to say that that wasn't like two episodes of regular television is a misnomer no no for sure for sure <laughs> it kind of was it's um, just they didn't divide it up. They just run, ran it for yeah, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that I'm I'm, I'm sort of I'm, I'm sort of with you on. I'm like this. Like the last battle I want to see is not the battle with the Night King. Like I want to see the battle with the Night King. I want right. it to play out. I want it to you know. I I want there to be closure on that front because there has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I the think... last battle needs to be between Cersei yes. and everyone, basically. Yes. And and this kind of goes back to my my other point. And and absolutely, the last battle. That's how it was whole set up. Was that you know this this is really about people. Yeah. And the magic was always kind of in the background. Yeah. And you know just something that kind of came up to kind of distract or yeah. or add this extra layer. And that's how it is in the books, and that's how it certainly was for yeah. most of of the of the series. Uh-huh. And I think, um, again, like like I was saying, going back to my my point is, it would have felt a lot more satisfying if there was a level of detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it really suffered from, from that the lack source, of detail and from the source material because there are certain things like there's. There was a whole portion about the prophecy mm-hmm. and um, uh, the fire god and, yeah. and all that stuff, the Lord of the Light, mm-hmm. and there was the, that whole element, and, and and that's you know prevalent in the books and yeah. was prevalent, I think, in to an extent, yeah, you know, enough within the yeah. in in the series, mm-hmm. and I think that was really supposed to come to a head, mm-hmm. but. It didn't really like no. all of a sudden that just dropped to the background in the last season. It was like, oh, it's just a bunch of zombies with the leader who, yeah. if you kill them, then all the zombies are taken yeah. care of. So, and that really was the element of that, right? Yeah. There wasn't too much, you know, about the prophecy and Lord of the Light a little yeah. bit, and and how there's a big kind of like competition mm-hmm. between darkness and light, yeah. and and keeping that balance and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. There wasn't really that element. No, there and, wasn't. And if the source material had been there, I think they would have done a better job of kind of building that into it, in particular into those two kind of almost drawn out episodes before it mm-hmm. to give it that kind of, you know, paranormal fantasy so element. Thing. And and it didn't really have that. It was just like, here's some lizards who breathe breath and some zombies. Yeah. And and let's see them go fight. Like, but, but that's the thing that that you know you talk about like the sort of like drawn out episodes leading up to that. This is the thing that I don't get. If we got to squeeze everything into these six episodes, you got to milk every second, every minute of that time. And those final episodes, there were a lot. Like, listen, I know you got a big budget. You got this crazy set. You're at these castles in Ireland. You're doing all this. You know, I I get it. You know, cinematography, great throughout the entire series. But we don't need to see Tyrion 
walking through or Arya walking through a sea of dead bodies for like 12 minutes of an episode <laughs> like get to the fucking events get to some stuff happening you know that's Is I, that I think during the battle that was like no that was like after the aftermath of like king's landing burning oh yeah you know where it's like yeah oh and she's kind of doing i mean that was kind of a cool piece of cinematography oh the the king's landing the entire sequence of king's landing burning was like it was awesome yeah but i feel like it went on real long and it went on real fucking long and again if that had felt a lot more motivated from Daenerys' end yeah i think then would have been a lot more impressive and this is the problem of not enough detail and source material to go on is i do think it unfortunately kind of shit on a few people's character arcs because the things that were the things that maybe make it right. didn't show that progress. The to that things point. that maybe make perfect sense in the books or will make perfect sense in the books didn't because they had to be turned so suddenly. Yes, absolutely. Daenerys turning. Yep. Jamie deciding, no, I'm a piece of shit. I'm gonna go back to Cersei. Yeah. Because like to me that really kind of crapped on his arc, and like I was like, right? Because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the motivation? You know. And, and, and the whole and, and the thing with Arya, like, why was she even there? What was her purpose? Like, she's like, oh, I'm gonna go kill the queen, and then be like, and eh, no, I'm just gonna turn around, like, yeah. and then go through all that. It's kind of like, yeah, it was. I mean, I sort of get it in that it was interesting to see the perspective of the of the people on the ground and kind of the horrors mm-hmm. they were suffering, and I think that's really why she mm-hmm. was there. Yeah, but on the no, other hand, no. I shouldn't have to explain it that way. <laughs> there was just it felt. When we got to the end, it felt like there was a lot of all for naught. Yeah. That's the thing that that I, that kind of like bugged me about these these closing episodes because I was like, like John was just a Targaryen for what no reason. The hell? <laughs> Why the reveal? Like it makes no sense. That really upset. Me, if you can't tell, that really upset me because I was just like. Again, I feel like they that was that's something the books will do something with. I hope to God they do. But it just didn't make it into the show because they had to cover so much. But here's the thing. If they know that it's they're not going to be able to flesh this part of it out, why do the reveal? Because I don't know, they weren't there yet. I like <laughs> I mean, let's I, I'll I'll be honest. Like yeah. the the speculation of John being not a Stark but a Targaryen and that whole relationship between that that make made him, you know, has been speculation for a long time mm-hmm. from readers of the books, and you know that was pieced together a long time ago. So maybe the the uh, uh, show had to if, an obligation. They felt an obligation they, to, to, like, to to reveal that, that because yeah. everyone was like, well, it's obvious at this point yeah. based on blah 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 blah. Yeah. Right. So I I feel like maybe they were obligated to reveal it, but yeah, yeah it was just like why, <laughs> like what was the point of this? Mm-hmm. Like I maybe to throw a kind of a, an element of surprise, basically like hey, we, we can still surprise you, and it's just like it's like well, but you're then there surprises was, the shit out of me. I mean, it added <laughs> tension, and there were certain events that wouldn't have occurred had that happened, like yeah. the series and the whole debate of like. Yeah. You know, do we go with John or do we go with Daenerys? And, you know, she's starting to be a little bit, like, mm-hmm. odd and, yeah. and what's going on here. But, again, if that was the purpose of that, then it should have spent more time and less time yeah. on yeah. Arya running through the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As um, cool as that was. It was cool, yeah. But, yeah, it's just, you know, it, it sort of just left a bad taste in my mouth because it's just they felt there was, like, there was a lot of all for naught. And, and, and I, you know, 
I really hope that with the proper fleshing out and all of the details kind of in the books that we're going to get, you know, like we're, we're going to find a way to make that conclusion more satisfying mm-hmm. because I understand why people weren't satisfied by it. I wasn't satisfied by it for all of the reasons that we've stated where it's like they just, they were literally, they were made, they were looking at George R. R. Martin's, you know, chicken scratch basically you know it's like okay so this happens and then this happens and then this sort of happens and then this and it's just like like here you go fill in the blanks it's like well fuck (laughs) you know whereas before they had entire novels to go off of and you know i just i really hope that that's that's going to be the case when we get to the books just because it's it's hard to like not be a little weary when you see how quickly some of the turns happened that you weren't expecting. And some, you know, like, it's like, why is Jamie going back? Why is like, and there's a lot of things that, again, this goes back to like fan theories and stuff like that. And, and people not being upset with, or not being um, happy with the story, the way that the story is told, even if that was always George R. R. Martin's intention. But there's little things where it's like, it would have been nice if, or it would have been yes. great if, mm-hmm. like, you know, if we're going to, if, if Jamie and Cersei, after all that they've been through, are going to be killed by a pile of fucking rocks, <laughs> then like... It's a little can, unsatisfactory. Yeah, can we at least get some redemption for Jamie to kind of like, you know, since he went all the way back to Cersei to get the arc and people were saying something about, even I think the composer had commented on this. Um, the guy who composed the theme mm-hmm. and some of the music. He said, while Brienne is writing Jamie's story yeah. uh, in that final episode, they're playing the wedding theme slash theme of love that they've used throughout the show. And I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And it sort of alludes to like Herman Brienne's relationship. What if they had taken like 20 more minutes of filming and had her close the book and look down and like put her hand on her stomach and be like, oh shit, she's pregnant with Jamie's boy. Right, yeah. Jamie's kid. And it's like, you know, but it's like maybe, maybe George R. R. Martin never intended for that to happen. But we as fans with our theorizing and our, you know, like like it and our Reddit are just like, oh, what if, what if they did? And what if they, and there's so many fucking what ifs. And the problem that people, the thing that I think that upsets people the most is, is they're like, why are all these fan theories better than what happened? <laughs> Why are they better than what we got? And, you know, and I, I, again, going back to the point I've been saying a thousand times, I hope to God that, you know, the details that are supposed to be there when we eventually get the books, if we eventually <laughs> get the books, yeah, if. Um, uh, will we'll sort of make all of this make more sense. Um, because... At the end of the day, series was fucking great. It was. It it's was hard to do eight years of TV that are, you know, that, that, that are pretty consistently good. Yeah. Um, you know, shit the bed a little bit towards the end. <laughs> but um, I, as a whole, I enjoyed it. I, I don't regret watching it because yeah. there was just too much awesome shit that happened. And some of those characters are they're unforgettable. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And no, I agree. Like I feel and and hopefully over the you know, over time um once kind of all like season 8 mm-hmm. uh um the actors come down, you know, people will 
realize overall that you know it was a good series and yeah and kind of forgive that last <laughs> season yeah yeah um but yeah you know i enjoyed it i i am happy it existed yeah and um and you know the first the adaptations of the novels that were out were excellent mm-hmm. and um you know one of the things i think they did really well was was that adaptation and the fact that they did make some changes to the books yeah. that are different from the books and some of which were like you know pro- well received yes. because they were in those earlier seasons which were mm-hmm. pretty much like net positive for most yeah. people who were watching yeah and and i think that's something that's really hard to achieve like Absolutely. oftentimes when you know there's an ad- a tv show or a movie that ad- adapts books you know there's lots of complaints like oh they left this out and mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. didn't happen right and this felt weird and all kinds of things right Mm -hmm. and they just end up being different and not quite right and i think game of thrones managed to do that adaptation of those novels without having to you know having to change some things Mm -hmm. because it's screen it's a different medium you have to do that Mm -hmm. but still keeping a really excellent story Mm -hmm. and so that's really what it should be lauded for is Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing, and this is a huge one, we talked about the casting, how great the casting was, and um, the actors um, with what they were served in that final season. I think some of them were also pretty vocal about, like, you know, not the ending I was kind of hoping for. Yeah. But, and they got uh, a pared down version for all intents and purposes of what they had gotten in the the past Mm -hmm. and made it come to life so well he's like they were just they were fucking fantastic like it's like daenerys's turn was too damn quick but amelia clark and her facial expressions and her acting sold the shit out of that turn yeah you know um you know it's like she did she really did it's a thing like you gotta you gotta give credit where credit is due like it, it was fantastic Kid Harrington, I'm pretty sure, like, checked himself into rehab after, because he was like, this show has fucking broken me. I've done it for 10 years. Like, yeah, really. um, You know, you gotta, you gotta give it to him. It was cast well. It was, for the most part, written very well. Um, I mean, the sets, the cinematography the, was freaking gorgeous. It, Every scene and, was like, and, and part of that is is, bang, is like HBO when they when they knew this thing communicating was communicating mood, right. music, uh, scoring, music like, um, you know, writing the opening title yeah, sequence, yeah. like when HBO crap. when HBO knew that this thing was catching fire, they were just like, money. Here's our money gun. We're going to shoot you with our money gun. Yeah. And just throwing money at this like, you know, which, you know, they, I mean, they, they, you know, they, they, they attached their cart to a pretty damn good horse. They did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, yeah. I, and I I'm, don't think any other, I don't think a series like that could have been done on any other channel. Other no, than HBO. definitely not. Definitely not. Like, yeah. The liberties they kind of had to take. For sure. Was, was pretty yeah, uh, I'm. Uh, I wasn't am, gonna go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I am overall overall pleased with the series. I'm still disappointed with how it ended. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's, I feel like there's stuff that they could have done, even in those the span of those six episodes, to kind of make things a little bit better. But when I do look back on the series as a whole, I'm gonna be like, you know, fuck, like yeah, no regrets because mm-hmm. 
you know, we got to witness some pretty incredible character arcs, you know, regardless outside of, you know, whatever qualms with the ending you might have cinematography and acting and sets and everything all throughout was fucking top tier. Yeah, absolutely. Great. So yeah, that's, that's it. That's the, (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like we have so much more to say, but it's like, we're now like 71 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why we had to devote an entire episode to to Game of Thrones. Do you feel like doing a, a grab bag? To cleanse the palate or do we want to just end it on game of thrones um do you have anything you've been watching aside from game of thrones the iron throne <laughs> i don't know a few netflix series things i'm watching the, the i just finished the second season of she's gotta have it oh yeah um me and my wife have been getting kind of into the cooking documentaries yeah uh things so we've yeah. been watching um uh uh Ugly Delicious. I, Ugly Delicious. We've watched that. Yeah, I want to check that out. Street food. Um, oh, what's street what? Food. What's the um, the real famous one? Something table. Oh, uh, uh, open not open table. Uh, that's anyway. Chef's table. Chef, chef's table. Sh- yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Pretty artsy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, very, uh, very interesting take. Like mm-hmm. to kind of compare street food to to that one is mm-hmm. an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Um, I'm meaning to check out Ugly Delicious. Yeah, Ugly Delicious was good. That's kind of what got us into everything. Nice. All of them. Um, yeah. uh, Better Feed Phil, which is with uh, <laughs> Phil Rosenstein, who was the producer of Everyone Loves Raymond. Oh. And cool. the f- funniest part of it is uh, they've kind of like included some like his parents and things. Like he'll go to a place and yeah. at the end of the episode, he'll talk about his mm-hmm. experiences with his parents. And it's like their note for note, the parents from like everyone loves Raymond. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, great. Who, who are these characters You're, based on? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. So the, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's kind Food of. Food shows. Yeah. Nothing makes, nothing makes you hungry like the Red Wedding. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I have, yeah, you know what? I, That's I've what just, we watch to build our appetite after. Yeah, the exactly. Wedding. Yeah, I've just been watching. I've been watching something which I'm assuming we're going to cover on this very podcast, quite possibly on the next episode. We'll yep. discuss that afterwards. But I watched the final season of Easy. Yeah, uh, the wife and I. Have I. To, yeah. And uh, did you did you uh, get through that, or are you still yep. making your way? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, oh man, it was great. It was a great. I and I. I love the anthological format. Mm-hmm. I love that we're seeing characters coming back. And I love that we're even seeing storylines that we think are sort of now, because this is the final done, season. But... I'm like, well, this storyline's done. And then four episodes later, when they're focusing on two separate characters entirely, <laughs> like, oh shit, there's those other two. <laughs> yeah, Maybe we're going to hear a bit more about them. Yeah. So yeah, easy was easy ended, um, which is, you know, it, it's, I guess it's, fine i mean i i would like i feel like they could have done with like another season or two um but i like the way that it ended and mm-hmm. um i i really really felt the fact that uh swanberg the creator director writer mm-hmm. um whatever likes to uh 
likes to just sort of give the actors a scenario and tell them go. And there's a lot of improv and there's a lot of, you know, playing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, well, yeah, that's such, I feel like it's so, so very self-evident and it makes it so real. It makes it so, so real. Like you're just watching a couple people on the street, um, having a, a conversation. And there was a lot of those like, sort of like long like drawn out scenes of just dialogue between yes. two people in those yes. later episodes and um and when when done right you don't feel it as much and it was done right i think and I, yeah I, I really enjoyed it but we'll probably chat about that more yes. yeah um, and and kind of just interesting uh, note which we could talk about more in that episode but um netflix I don't know if you know this, but Netflix has a lot of three-season series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I found out recently it's because of the way they structure their contracts, the costs and um, and salaries and things for the production increase exponentially after three seasons. So that's why, like, if it's not, like, doing, like, gangbusters for Netflix, mm-hmm. that's why they kind of cut it off. Mm-hmm. So it really it's three seasons and done for Netflix if you're, <clears throat> unless you're, like, uh, House of Cards or something. Yeah kind of makes me wonder about the fate of flaked yeah well that's a two are they at two i think they're at two okay yeah so you might be right they got maybe one more season and then we'll see yeah all right all right folks well that was a very long conversation about (laughs) game of thrones expected but still that's why we devoted an entire episode to it um hey if you uh if you want to uh, make any sort of comments or suggestions on what shows to watch, or if you have your own little fan theories for Game of Thrones that you think might have made yes. it better, um, I don't want to open those floodgates. Uh, <laughs> but you can hit us up on Twitter at screens and streams. That's screens, the letter N, followed by streams. Our email is the very same at screens and streams at gmail.com. And uh, you can catch us on whatever podcast app you use we're on itunes we're on soundcloud um that rss will uh refresh and you will have access to the last two episodes and um any episode in the archive will be on the dropbox link that is included in the description of Mm -hmm. the episodes yep so uh that's how you can keep listening and that's how you can reach us so i think that's about it that's it. Oh, that's all, folks. That's all, folks. Uh, we will see you next time, whenever that may be. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Bye, everyone. Funky music, funky music, funky music. Funky music. Screens and screens and streams and screens and streams. Oh, thrones. <laughs> anyway.